This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here in studio with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Yay, yay. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> You know who's not an idiot? People who have the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Caps fans, there's 68 teams that started the tournament. Only the best have survived. Right now, it's Gonzaga and Baylor. Is that right? Well, by the time you hear this, someone is a champion. Oh, all right. Well, in that case, we want you to still download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's putting new customers in the center of the action. We hope that you have already downloaded it and gotten the 100 to 1 odds on a $1 bet for whatever team won it. You know, I feel like we're kind of time drifting at this point. We're we're talking into the future. But Caps fans remember don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers daily odds boosts on pro basketball, hockey, golf, and so much more. Hockey being the main the main selling point here, I think, for, for our crowd. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Polly, I know that I have the app. I bet sometimes... You know, I'm not a degenerate gambler by any means, uh, but you know, I get pinged all the time for like these crazy odds that seem that are literally no brainers, and I've taken advantage of a couple, and I'm now a millionaire. Okay, I'm not a millionaire, but <laughs> I, I I may or may not have won once or twice. Uh, again, Caps fans, download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn one dollar. Or into one hundred dollars, or you know whatever hot uh, hot button deal that they got going. And I'm telling you, it's I get emails like every couple days saying like really interesting stuff. Do you have the app? You have the app, don't you? I do. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. There's a plethora of opportunities to right. make money, and you know, even if you don't want to put a lot into it, you know, it's fun. It's kind of like just playing fantasy, but you get you have the opportunity to win some money on a regular basis. Yeah, and it's immediate results because, you know, I love immediate gratification. So, yeah. you know, I don't like to wait more than five, ten seconds for somebody to tell me I'm amazing. You it's know? the culture. Exactly. It's the culture and, you know, obviously, if you've got to take five to ten seconds to tell me I'm amazing, it's obviously, you know, not going to work. The moment us. has passed. The moment has passed. So, Caps fans, remember, the the best part about DraftKings is it's safe, secure, and reliable. So, you can withdraw your money whenever you want. It's your it's at, at your convenience, literally. A lot, of, a lot of gambling apps are not that way. They have to do some weird, sketchy things behind the scene to get, get things done. But, again, Caps fans, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code THPN. Again, that is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code THPN. And you will be, you know, getting all these deals, bruh. DraftKings is top notch. Absolutely. Take it from us. Your trusty neighborhood hockey troll and poly cupcakes. (laughs) 
Right, exactly. So download the, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code THPN and thank us later. Caps fans, we have a awesome show for you today. We're going to do a Hershey check-in uh, from our man Richard Blosser. So, Polly, I think we should just uh, you know pop some tabs right now and just get into it. Yep. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. Joining us right now is Richard Blosser, the man, the myth, the legend, the resident AHL Hershey Bears rep for the Hockey Podcast Network. Richard, how are you, my guy? I didn't say stop with the accolades. Keep them coming. (laughs) (laughs) And while we are here, lads... As mm. well. There we go. Cheers. Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, indeed. Absolutely. And with that, we are off and running. Thank <laughs> you for having me on, guys. Thank you, as always. Of course, of course. Well, so uh, for our, our listeners, obviously can't see, but if you're watching this on YouTube, just got to give you a shout-out for the nice capital-colored Hershey Bears jersey. I love that. Is that... A regular third, or is that just something they break out very rarely? It was a one-off Washington Capitals night jersey back in 2011. Uh, They've had multiple uh, incarnations, a Stars and Stripes one, and this is actually a game-issued former prospect Cody Eakin, now currently (laughs) with the – with the Buffalo Sabres, the uh, poor, poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just on not, not mine, and you guys can see, it's true. There it is. He's turning around, showing us showing yep. us the number 14 there. Um, yep. Great to see you, man. Uh, I love the, I do love the Thank sweater. You. And that's a collector's item, for sure. Yep. And uh, as I've explained on, on my podcast, and I'll say as well, I am an avid jersey collector. Um, once I get the video going, um, you'll see uh, multiple Bears jerseys and other AHL jerseys as well. So this is merely the beginning. But for you guys, I had to bring out the red, white, and blue. Absolutely. Love it. And while we're at it, why don't you just take uh, at the top of the show here, take a minute to uh, tell us what, what your uh, podcast is, like the name of it, and, uh, and the social handles that all of our, our fans can follow you on. All right, there, Caps Nation. It is the Grit, G-R-I-T, and Bear, B-E-A-R, It podcast. It is a podcast devoted to the AHL Farm Club of your Washington Capitals, 11-time Carter Cup champions. Hershey has developed such talent as Brendan Holtby, Jacob Verana, Dmitry Arlov, Chandler Stevenson, and many, many more. In fact, 60% of the Caps Cup team came from Hershey. You can follow um, myself on Twitter, rbloss, R-B-L-O-S-S 64, as in Nintendo Ultra 64. <laughs> and the and the show's title, it, the Twitter handle is Grit and Barrett P1. That is P as in potato and one on Twitter as well. Uh, I will post episodes there. And the Grits and Barrett podcast is available on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Google, Apple, Spotify, and, of course, through the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding. 
shout out hockey podcast network wow he did th- he did that unscripted and on the fly that's way better yeah. than us polly so. you deserve that drink no. yeah <laughs> so so richie man come on tell us about right. hershey how are they doing this year it's actually been a, a very good year for the boys so far uh sitting good at 11 5 and 2 um if if all things were even this year, we'd probably be tied for first with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, which are the farm club of the Flyers. Um, but we are sitting third because the Utica Comets have had um, a 10-day shutdown due to the COVID virus, not only marking its way through Vancouver, as I'm sure other podcasts in the NHL has said, but um, it's been working its way through Utica and Syracuse and Rochester up there in upstate New York. So um, they've only played nine games, so they're technically ahead of us. But um, the Bears have been playing very well. This is a really good squad loaded with some really good young talent. Uh, Garrett Pilon and Brian Pinho have been playing outstanding. Um, there's one player I would get to admit it's just been playing extremely well. Zach Fukali's been a great signing in terms of goalies. Him and Copley have been a solid one-two down there but um the best just this year has been connor freaking mcmichael <laughs> oh man caps fans are right now frothing just to hear you hear that just say that name so so tell us tell us more richard <laughs> okay I, I i'll i know this is being this will be dropped on a uh, on a thursday but i'll take you boys back to sunday okay when we played the binghamton slash newark devils and 18 seconds into the game, the Bears get a nice, nice flurry on Ben Sen, the goal, one of the prospects for the Devils. And it's a nice little scramble in front, and Sen gets caught sliding the other way, and McMichael backhand scoops it up past Sen to put the Bears up early, one nothing. And the the joy that this guy has, like when he scores, he gets the place fired up, even though. There's only 800 people in the stands. He's acting like it's a full 10 grand at Giant Center. The energy and passion this kid has is is great. But what I loved about about what McMichael did was that uh, later on in the game, it was 2-2, late in the third, 2-52 left. And him and AJ on a high four check, Axel Janssen Fialbi, call him AJ. Sorry if I'm going a little fast for everyone. Nope, you're all good. But – but AJ just has a good stick hack and chips it over um, a defender who just couldn't get out of the zone. In comes McMichael and makes eye contact with Sen. And it's almost like he looks at the goalie and goes, I'm going to put this puck by you and you can't stop me. <laughs> just takes it and roofs it right over the shoulder into the goal. 3-2 Hershey late in the third. And I even typed this on Twitter, and I know I can say this on, on your show. Yeah. Connor fucking McMichael, <laughs> what this kid can do. The fact the, – the, the balls on this kid with clutch goals, even at – in American Hockey League level, to do that, to have that excitement when the puck gets on his stick, you know he's going to do something special. And there's not a lot of players – in the AHL or even in the NHL, who, when they have the puck, you just know they're going to do do something great and take notice. So, this kid's going places, and and, he's, and as 
as the meme said of Carter Hart last year, he's only 19 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, okay. And to your point, um, and I'm, I'm going to do a little devil's advocate here, man, because when we saw mm-hmm. him, uh, he only got one game, probably played pff, 10 minutes at best. He was a little invisible. And I think that a little bit of nerves and things going. So I don't think we got a really good look at him at the NHL level, which is to be expected. You get one game with the club and, you know, he was taxi squatted and he, he got some practices, but we don't get to see that. Right. Um, <clears throat> so tell me about his game play style. I mean, he's not a huge guy, right? He's uh, more of a finesse player. Is, is that what I'm reading here? Speed and finesse? Yes. He just, he seems to have a knack to know where the puck is going to go and tries to have that sense as to have that puck sense, that hockey sense. Yeah. Now, it, now, all of his moments this year have came against the Binghamton Devils. And I said this on this week's uh, podcast. This is great what he's doing against Binghamton. Now, I want to see this against Wilkes-Barre and the Phantoms as well. I mean, Bing- Binghamton's great, but they're they're not. It, it, it's great to do this stuff against Binghamton, but I want to see this against more rivals, more intense games, games where the intensity is turned up a little bit more. Go on the road and do something like this, and then you're going to get a lot more people taking notice because outside of hardcore Capitals fans, who, like you said, last time they saw him was a game in in DC for about 10 minutes. Right. The last time he got any national exposure was at world juniors for team Canada. And unfortunately in a losing effort. Yeah. Well, fortunate for us Americans. Right. But, but yeah. And I mean, and then again, that was a star studded cast that he was with, uh, on that junior team. Right. You know, several other first round draft picks, you know, uh, were, were out there kind of showing their stuff. Um, so, and, and, Going to to your point about how he's only done this against one team, how many teams are the Hershey Bears playing against this season? Because I know that a lot of teams opted out. There was a lot of drama with that. Give us a overlay of what the league looks like. Well, two teams opted out uh, this year. Uh, that uh, uh, actually three. My my mistake. My mistake. I blame the beer. Uh, <laughs> the the Milwaukee Admirals uh, Farm Club of the. Nashville Predators um, elected not to. Um, in terms of teams that I know, the Springfield Thunderbirds, um, the proud affiliate of the St. Louis Blues, and the Charlotte Checkers, the affiliate of the Florida Panthers now, um, all opted out. Now, um, I can tell you a big reason that Springfield and Charlotte did is because they just got new affiliates before the world shut down. And they're just taking the opportunity to wait until October to do great big rebranding and new logos and new colors and everything and reintroduce this new team to the fan base instead of starting it up now in like a three-month sprint. But the Bears Bears this season are only playing three teams. That is the Binghamton Devils, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins, and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Gotcha. Um, all three of these teams are no less than two and a half to three hours away from each other. Sure. And for Caps fans who are used to watching the NHL where teams jet set across the country and even into Canada, uh, that's a pretty 
par for the course for the AHL. It's a much more, um, I guess, uh, regional kind of competition until you make it into the playoffs. And then it becomes kind of how the NHL is set up now, where for this season, where you play against, uh, you know, the, the nationwide tournament basically happens during the playoffs. Is that correct, Richard? Um, it's very much a ride the bus mentality here in the American hockey league. Like the, the bears, the farther West, the bears travel is Cleveland, Ohio. And that's it. Um, the far Southern is our southernmost team is Charlotte. Now the boys do go up to the great white North when, when we're able to do that. Once again, they play Toronto, Belleville and Laval up there in Quebec. But um, it's very much a ride the bus mentality. It's it's when you're done, get on the bus and on to the next city or back home. Gotcha. So, uh, as a fan, has it been? Do you find it to be boring, or is it more exciting to be recycling through these couple rivals this season? Well, the Bears have had good rivalries with all three of these teams. Um, Binghamton, when they've been known as the Binghamton Senators, or even a previous affiliate with the Devils, the Albany Devils or the Utica Devils, that organization and Hershey have always had beef. So, yeah, there is a lot of familiarity between these teams. I mean, even last week when it was between Hershey and Wilkes-Barre, it was one of the more feistier and chippier games that I've seen all year. I mean, the elbows were coming up on on some of the checks. Everybody was finishing. Um, Brian Pinho got laid out on a shoulder-to-chest hit, which I was very lively on Twitter about. But <laughs> to see that in to see that in a in a season where the average fan would say it doesn't matter, it, these guys are out there skating and playing hard so um i will admit it is a little hard to get excited for these games because uh, a couple weeks ago i went to giant center for a bear for two bears games and um since we're just coming out of the easter season the whole experience was like an easter bunny sweet (laughs) but hollow unfortunately (laughs) because because there was no community there. There was no people there. Like, uh, it, yeah, there was hockey, and it was great to see it. But I wasn't there with my boys. We sure. weren't there talking smack, seeing other guys who are drinking beer and starting shit, talking shit. <laughs> Me up there in 217, team yelling, get out of the way, you damn zebras. <laughs> I couldn't. Y- you can't. You can't really do that in this environment right now. So um, while I was able to have some fun at some of the games, it wasn't turned up to 11 like I can be. So um, some of the excitement is is missing from there, at least on the American Hockey League level. I can't say as much for the uh, the NHL level. Sure, but it but it does sound like that the uh, the games are on ice product lively with uh, with the physicality and those guys definitely probably have a uh, an axe to grind because they know that they're going to see each other more frequently, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like now, now as we're hitting um, the last full slate of games, um, we'll have just over a month to go um, once once this episode drops. 
Um, there is a lot of familiarity now. We've seen these guys five, six, seven times by now. So you know the system of each of these teams. Um, as I, I've stated in the podcast, um, Binghamton is just like the New Jersey Devils. They're clog up the neutral zone, push you out to the boards, get sticks in the lanes, make it very hard to get through center ice. It's a very boring style of hockey. <laughs> the Phantom... That the Phantoms are young and fast, like they are a team. Like if, if you you have a you throw a bad pass, they're going to steal it, and it's two on one the other way before you even know what happened. There is a lot of youth and speed with them, and when it comes to Wilkesbury, I have no clue what they are. <laughs> they're, they're 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 just a bunch of parts, and let's just throw these guys out onto the ice and see what happens tonight. Fair enough, fair enough. So mm-hmm. talk. I do have a question though about uh, Zach Fucali, right? Uh, yep. Is so who is the number one? Is it Copley or is it Fucali or are they splitting kind of two headed monster style? It's two headed monster style right now. Even though Fucali has the better stats of the two, it's pretty much you get one night, you get the next. And it's, who it's who are you two. favoring in net? I give a slight edge to uh, to Fucali. Um. His is he's had a 187 goals against so far. His Oof. save average is in the low 900s right now. He's now that's helped by early in the season when you had a shutout and a near shutout in your first two games. That's going to help your numbers. Sure, but dude, but dude's been been absolute money through the first half of the season when you need to, goaltending to really step up and trying to get this mutant hybrid of a season up and running, you really need your goaltender to, to be sharp. I'm sure as you've seen there in DC and to have that, what he's done has just been an unbelievable signing. And two weeks ago, the Capitals announced they gave him a two year extension for one and a half mil valued at 750 grand a year. Very, right. very friendly cap friendly heading into the expansion draft over the summer. Yeah. And for caps fans who don't know, uh, Zach Fucali was a former first round pick from Montreal who, you know, has been pretty steady. I would say in the goaltending position as they've committed almost, you know, 10 million a year to carry price. So it's interesting to see that Fucali's kind of fallen from grace a bit. And then worked his way back to a starting position in the AHL and a contract for now three years with the Caps. So that yep. kind of it's an interesting thing because, you know, right now I think that we're pretty solid on our, our goaltending. But I think that the Caps are probably they have their ear to the ground on on a veteran goalie uh, as far as trade deadline comes. And, you know, that's April four or 13th or 12th. Uh, no, yep. the 13th, 13th, 12th, 12th. Is it 12th? Okay, I think we we said 13th the last episode. But April 12th uh, is is when the trade deadline is, so uh, sorry for that. But um, it's it's interesting because do the Caps lean on their young goaltenders or not? And, you know, I guess if Sammy or Vitek uh, fall by the wayside, I guess Fucali is an option, though uh, a bit of a, a farther reach. But, uh, that that's a that's a real possibility as well. And as I've speculated on my show, if you're Phoenix Copley, I'd be looking over your shoulder right now. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, he seems like the the odd man out because you guys also have uh, Craig Anderson, if I'm correct. Craig Anderson? Yeah. Or is yeah. that Freddie? No, that's Craig. And he's Okay, there's there, there, there's two Andersons. I was going to get it mi- mixed up anyway, but that's but that's that's your third vet after what happened with uh with with the king himself. Sure. So, unfortunately, you know, that leaves Copley, as I said, the odd man out because we there's another goaltender in the pipeline down there in South Carolina, a kid by the name of Hunter Shepard, Minnesota of Duluth product, who's been playing down well down in the ECHL. And it wouldn't surprise me if he like he might get a look or two with Hershey near the end of the season if some trades happen or they just want to bring him in to get some playing time. Because a couple weeks ago, the Bears sign brought up Hunter Shepard and Billy Christopoulos. A don't worry, Caps fans, don't don't go googling that name. It's okay. <laughs> he, he 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 was only signed for a week, and they let him go. But I was reading this as like, wait a minute, the Bears have four goaltenders. Is somebody going to get traded? Are the Capitals going to do something? But then it ended up being a nothing burger as Hunter was sent back down by Monday and. Christopoulos was released of his PTO, but it just, it seems like there might be something brewing with Copley. It just, it feels that way. Sure. Absolutely. Um, a, a somewhat competent goaltender is probably in high demand for some teams for sure. Uh, I do have to ask, so how are, I know that there's been a lot of shuffling in and out. I think we sent down Malay, uh, among others, who who has come back to you, and how have they been? Philippe Mallet. Yeah, his okay. first weekend back. Three games, eight points, one wow. goal, seven assists. Wow. Oof. Love to yeah. hear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He, um, he's been paired with Matt Molson, and they they were teammates out with the Ontario Reign, um, farm club of the LA Kings. And they have just been been magic. It was like two puzzle pieces coming together. And Molson, Matt Molson, for all you Islanders fans out there, is with Hershey right now and has been great veteran leadership for a lot of a lot of these uh, youngsters down down here with Hershey. Because what I like that he's doing is that is that he's not just down there like yeah I'm I, I'm just down here to get to uh, not just to get a ring or to get one last run. He looks the, at the lineup card and goes, put me with him. Put me with him. Oh, put him on the power play with me. I'll do something special with him. And it's been paying off so well with the development of, of the talent down here. And and uh, we'll say his name again. I think Connor McMichael's going to learn a lot from a guy like Matt Molson and Mike Scarbosa, two veteran guys who will look at him and go, young fella, here's how you handle the media. Here's Here's how you handle things in the locker room, which you need a guy like that. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about what a loss it was to not have Lundqvist for Sammy and Vitek. So, uh, you know, that that's definitely a, the human aspect of it. Um, now, what uh, what about – so I think we mentioned him earlier, and it's uh, Pilon, right? Uh, that, mm-hmm. is, that is a – his dad was actually uh, a pretty uh, – prolific score i believe with the islanders 
because uh, we mentioned yep. the Islanders. So how's does is does the apple fall far from the tree, or you know what's what's his role? Um, his role has kind of been like a, a, a two way forward with Hershey. He's been a little quiet so far, but it's not like he's been a complete dud or anything. It's just everybody else has been stepping up so well. His name's just kind of gotten lost in the shuffle, but he's down here in Hershey putting in time this season. So he's another talent that I think Washington would definitely deserve to get a look once we get more of a normal training camp, hopefully in September. Absolutely. Who? Okay. Well then who do you think has the upward mobility? If you were to, let's say, um, you know, a forward goes down and a defenseman goes down, who are the, who's out of those, out of that pool, one forward, one defenseman, if you had to send them up, who's coming up? In terms of defensemen, that's easy. Martin Feviari. He is playing extremely well. He's been racking up uh, the assists uh, this this year. He's been um, um, he got a key assist on Connor McMichael's first game winning goal again against um, <laughs> against the Binghamton Devils. But I've always liked Martin Fabiari's play. He seems very smart. Like I've said about with Connor McMichael, like he knows on a defenseman, he knows when to jump up onto a play and when to fall back. Like he's not just someone where I'm just going to jump up on the play all the time because everybody wants to be an offensive defenseman. He knows when to get back, not to, to get back. So a forward doesn't have to defend on, let's say a two on one or two on two. Sure. And what about on the forward core? Uh, is it the boy? There's... Is it the golden boy, or is it is it somebody else? I I want to say the golden boy. I really, really do. But um, again, like I've said, I want to see him do that against against guys other than Binghamton. I'm not just going to bring up another name. His name is Brett Leeson for the okay. Bears as well. Yeah, um, he's he has four goals and four assists on on the season, but he, he's a big boy, a six, three, six, three winger and known for throwing his weight around, but he's been developing um, a good snap flick of the wrist this season. He's been developing a good, um, good shots this year. Um, he's had, like I said, four goals this season, the majority of them on the road as well. And a player like that, if he could hone his skills, and really turn into a, a real all-around player, somebody that big, perhaps could maybe be the spiritual successor to somebody like a, I don't know, a Lars Eller, a do-it-all type center. Fair enough. I mean, you know, we've had some time without Lars Eller this season, though thankfully is short. But, you know, we call him, I call him at least, the linchpin of the Stanley Cup. We love to see strength down the middle. I think that's so key in the NHL. So that's a, that's an interesting take. And, you know, I feel like if you can play center, you could slot in in the NHL as a wing. Like if you're a dominant two-way center in the AHL, you know, throw him on the wing and not have any defensive liabilities. What do you think, Paulie? Yeah, I mean, I think that's obviously the place where you have the most versatility. Right. Um, so if you can show you're more likely as a, a well-rounded center – 
to have more opportunity than a well-rounded wing. Sure. No, I agree. I agree. Now, Especially if you're not burying. Yeah. Now, speaking of of a big center, I want to tell your your, uh, your Caps Nation out there that we just had one of their international talents come in, Alexi Protas, right. join the team th- this week. And I'm not making this up. He is six seven on skates, two twenty five beef center, <laughs> and. Uh, and again, he's, he just got into the league, but I'd love to see this guy like put him on the power play and just say, go stand in front of the goalie. Just sure. Go stand in front of the goalie. <laughs> and he, we had him on loan for the KHL, uh, from what I understand. <laughs> so has he done anything of note, uh, so far? I know it's early. I know it's early. Not, nothing as of yet. He officially joined us this past weekend after getting through his quarantine. Right. Actually, his his KHL season is done. So, okay. um, as as of right now, so he is with the Bears, as far as I know, at the time of this recording, with the Bears until the end of the, of the of the end of the season. But to have that kind of big power, I look forward to seeing him in a Bears uniform, and hopefully again at training camp, getting some good time with Washington. I think. You know, again, you, you can't teach size, as they say in basketball. You can't teach size, and to have that 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 kind of that kind of center, and you can develop that even with just a little bit of a scoring touch. And I and again, that just you know might remind you of like a Lars Eller or possibly a, a Jay Beagle, a fourth Oof. line oh, do it yeah. another do it all center. Absolutely, which, yeah. Which former Hershey Bear as well. Absolutely, the Beags. You know, we're, we're huge Beak supporters on this, uh, and miss him dearly for sure. Uh, though Nick Dowd has been, has been doing great. You know, the, the Caps fourth line is solid. Uh, but they mm-hmm. play such a good fourth line role, which is why I think that, uh, if there's any spots to be had, it's probably like the third line, right? Like we're not going to move Hathaway or Haglin up to the third line when we have somebody that we want to test out on maybe a skilled position or, to plug a hole defensively, you know what I mean? On the, on the forward core. I don't know, Polly, what do you think? No, I mean, I think you're completely on there. The, the fourth line has proven that they belong and it wouldn't make sense to bump those guys up and bring in a skilled guy and throw them with them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So Richard, tell us the prognosis of the, of the Hershey bears, uh, you know, stretch run. Are they, are they headed anywhere? Are they going to make the playoffs? What, what's going on? Well, the playoffs are very much up in the air in, in the AHL and the way the world is right now, there is the, the legendary silver chalice of the Calder cup will not be handed out this year because the previous champions of the Charlotte checkers are not playing. So it wouldn't be fair to them. Right. Uh, there's there's rumors of like a regional tournament happening, but that's all hearsay at this point. Um, this is a very talented squad here in Hershey. It is a really good blend of young talent. You know, not just not just Connor McMichael, but Joe Snively, Cody Clark, Axel Janssen, Fialbi, Fallett, Pinho, Damian Riot getting his first full season. This is just one of the more younger, talented teams I've seen here in Hershey for quite some time. So 
what I'm hoping, and I'm looking ahead to October, what I'm hoping is that we get Matt Molson to come back for one more at the ripe age of 38, come back <laughs> for one more full season, and say, teach these kids, and we're going to go gung-ho and get you and get you a Carter Cup ring there, Matt. Because I know that's one of the things that he wants. And again, we... And these are we, we even have some talent that's overseas that will be coming back as well. Alexander Alexiev coming back this year, right. the, the next year, because he spent all the time overseas um, during uh, back in the fall. Yeah. yeah. So this is I, I am really excited for this team. And I think that they that they are really, really good. And this team could aspire for another Calder Cup run. I really do. That I I would have loved to have seen the season of possibly Hershey versus oh I don't know the Henderson Silver Knights. Ooh. I hear Nevada is mm-hmm. lovely in June. I'd love <laughs> to go. Or her or Hershey versus the Tucson Roadrunners. I also hear Northern Arizona is lovely in June. Absolutely. As so well. so so it's basically the AHL's line of thinking is get through this mutant hybrid of season and it's all out for October. Absolutely. And just so, and and obviously there's a lot of floating pieces, but how you've seen Calder cup uh, championship teams. Is that correct? Correct. How does, how does this team stack up? I think this team is very like reminiscent of like probably Probably the 2008-2009 Hershey Bears squad that had that mix of talent. Um, a lot of Bears fans always remember the 2009-2010 team that had that mix of prospects because you had Beagle, John Carlson, Carl Alsner, Michael Neuver were on that team. And that team just tore up the American Hockey League that, that year. And it's a very special team that holds a spot in all of bears nation, including myself. Um, but the 2008, 2009 team was full of young talent that not a lot of people knew about. And this team really feels that way, that it's a team that has potential and you really feel like could go places in a normal NHL year, which is why we're hoping for a bit more of a normal year come October. So this is a young, um, team that you can get very excited about and i hope that uh, caps the caps fan base can see a lot more or hear about a lot more which is where me and my podcast come in absolutely and i love that you shouted out carl Alls, my friend of the podcast we've had him on a couple times Mm -hmm. i hope that you got to see those i i was so ecstatic to see him on your your podcast and that got shared to the bears fan club page that i run because a lot of Bears Nation, he's like top five in Bears Bears hearts. Yeah, and what a what a just beauty person to talk to about hockey. I mean, love to talk to that guy. But um, I mean, this is this is all really great. I mean, you know, and Caps fans for the here and now, you know, all these names that Richards kind of uh, put out here could be possible bargaining chips for the trade deadline this year, next year, you know, if we don't see them, it's so tough to play for the, in the Washington uh, Capitals club, because the top six is, is solidified basically. Uh, You know, if not 
with internally, uh, the, you know, GM BM is going to go out and, and grab somebody, you know, on free agency or whatever that looks like. So it's really tough to break the NHL lineup. Uh, so sometimes I feel really bad for the, for the AHLers who, probably deserve a spot somewhere in the National Hockey League, but they're just with such a powerhouse club that uh, it's it's tough for them. You know, they really have to kill it. So, uh, no, this is all, all great stuff because, you know, I don't follow the Bears, and I love talking to you, Richard, about the future, and it seems very bright. I love to hear youth. I love to hear that because – the Caps are the oldest team in the NHL. So yeah. we need that youth. You know, we need that youth to come up and prove themselves. So amazing to hear, man. So, uh, and, oh, and, to, and, and, and what you, you're saying about the, the, the forwards, Verona, Jacob Verona, you guys talked about him on your last show. Yeah. He did time down here as, as well. And Chandler Stevenson, before he got dealt, where do you think he learned his great faceoff skills? It's down here, down here in Hershey. Um, I could name a whole bunch of other ones. Travis Boyd, Riley Barber. Yes, it is hard to get up into, into DC with, um, you know, so much top heavy and vet laden talent up there. But, um, you know, but eventually you're, you're going to have to su- supplant that one of these days. And thankfully now, unlike a certain other farm club that's two and a, two and a half hours to the north, <laughs> you do have have that 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 youth. Your GM hasn't traded away draft picks that have put your farm club barren, salted it to the point where nothing's going to rebuild. Right. There is a future here in 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 Hershey that is being made for future capitals and down in South Carolina as well. So so Caps fans, if your favorite capital does move on, we got plenty down here for you with all the names I just mentioned to you guys. I love to hear it. I love to hear it, man. I'm ready to run through a fucking wall here for Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, Polly, do you have any questions here or anything? No, I mean, covered a lot. We did. We did. Yeah. And, and we're, we're running up on, on 40 ish minutes. So, uh, I, I think we'll end it here, but Richard, yeah. again, let everyone do the plug thing again, man. Let everyone know where to find you. All right. All right, man. All right. You guys can follow me on Twitter, rbloss, R-B-L-O-S-S 64. Again, as in Nintendo 64. Uh, you can follow, you know, please like, share, and subscribe to the Grit and Barrett podcast. That's Grit, the one thing all coaches talk about, and Bear, B-E-A-R-I-T podcast, available on all podcast platforms as well. You know, Spotify, Google, Apple, all that, and you can follow the the podcast on Twitter, Grit and Barrett P1, Grit and Barrett P, as in potato, one on Twitter as well. I uh, All the show links get posted on there. New shows drop either Monday. On the odd occasion, we'll drop one on Tuesday um, if my work schedule dictates is that uh, we've been... Th- I've been floating around the idea of possibly going to Tuesdays permanently, but not 100% sure as well. And rest assured, uh, Caps Nation, you know, please follow along after the season ends, whenever it is, because we'll be following along in the draft. And if you want to learn more about the Bears, we'll have plenty of summer watch and summer homework for everyone listening. 
So there'll be a lot of good things down the pipeline. Awesome, man. Cavs fans, like he said, give him a follow. Super informed. He's going to keep you finger on the pulse with the Hershey Bears, the far AHL affiliate of the Washington Capitals. Richard, man, thanks so much for coming on. Always love to have you. And uh, shout out Hockey Podcast Network for bringing all these people together, huh? Yeah. Awesome, hey, thank, awesome. Thank you guys for, for having for having me on. You know, I enjoy, you know, coming on here and talking hockey nonsense. You know, as I say on all the social net networks, um, I'm just I'm just a hack talking hockey. And it's it's such great to be able to do this, not just get in front of a microphone every week, but, you know, to be able to do this on this podcast network. So thank you, you guys for bringing me on and Caps Nation. Let's get it. Let's effing go, as they like to say. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Capstans. Well, until Monday, it's Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, and Richard Blosser signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.